coil elements present a fire hazard. Oh, good. Well, I'll speak to you after the session, perhaps. Okay, bye. See you later. Good morning, Henry. Morning, Roy. What's that good smell? That very, very good smell is coming from the break room. Okay. Christine has set up a caramel apple station. A caramel yeah. apple station. Oh, for anybody? Mm-hmm. Anyone can go in and dip? Well, Christine has an electrical crock pot, and it's filled to the brim with California-style caramel. Oh, okay. There's a hell of an apple basket, Henry. Good, good. And pointed skewers. Oh, Andy. Mm-hmm. I hope they're not plastic. Those will melt. They're made out of some kind of food-safe wood. Like pine. So this is like a lance and dip situation? That's right, sports chief. You simply lance one of those gorgeous red apples with the skewer. Yeah. You dip it within the crock pot until it's firmly coated. Uh-huh. You remove, you recover the crock pot. Right. And let the apples stand and firm up. It sounds kind of stressful, actually. Oh, it's second nature. And there are directions pinned to the apple basket there. Yeah. Yeah, get one before the wolfman, wolfman Jack, gobbles them all up. Yeah, well, maybe maybe I'll check it out later. Yeah, don't let this opportunity pass you by. Well, truth be told, I'm not really big into the caramel apples. Oh, I see. Yeah. Henry, what is it? I don't know. You can be honest here. Well, I mean, I like apples. So far, so good. And I like, I mean, I like caramel, don't get me wrong. All right, bring it on home. They're just, they're nasty to me, and once I threw up at Knott's Berry Farm after eating one. Ah, there it is. Yep. There's the rub. Uh-huh. The apple rub. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I just, I don't do caramel apples, really. I just don't do them. Well, in a recent poll, 30% of Californians said they found caramel apples to be troublesome or otherwise nasty or cloying. Oh, yeah? So what is it for you? Is it the heat? I just don't like hot apple stuff. Well, apple pie is hot. I like fridge pie, Roy. Well, Henry, you're a 30-year-old man, and you don't appear to have any sort of dentures or uh, dental appliances or bridge work that could be pulled loose by the caramel forces surrounding the apple like a shroud. I'm not afraid of them. I just don't want to eat one. I suppose that's just what it means to be a Californian and an American. Yeah? Each to the beat of their own crazy freak-out bongo jam. To the beat of your own drummer. That's right, a different drum. I saw Linda Ronstadt play that. Oh, I do like that tune. It's got harpsichord. Mike Nesmith wrote that. Did you know that? Mike Nesmith? Yeah. The monkey? From TV's The Monkeys. You learn something new every day. Yeah, it was on Casey Kasem's Countdown Show. Mm. It's number one on the oldies charts. I wish Mike Nesmith had been lieutenant governor those last four years. Yeah. Instead of Michael Kerr. These caramel fumes are making me kind of loopy. Am, am I going crazy? Can you see lines of caramel coming out of the vents? Yeah, you can smell that caramel through the whole building. Yeah. The whole voice actors guild studios here in glendale city of los angeles state of california the golden state smells like a friggin' old-timey candy shop oh you know dennis was telling me about this last month do you remember that day we came in and the whole voice actors guild studios smelled of spaghetti oh on spaghetti day Mm-hmm. and uh, dennis made a joke all oh, right and he said uh instead of the voice actors guild it should be the pasta actors guild it really should have mm-hmm. yeah i remember well it turns out there's an air intake ventilation shaft located above the microwave in the break room. What? What a weird place for the HVAC intake. And I believe that's what's probably circulating the caramel smell. How can that possibly be up to code? Well, the break room used to be a patio. Yeah? And it was walled off in 1967. Oh, okay. It was an outdoor concrete area for the lounging and lawn chairs. 
Oh, it's grandfathered in. But now it's the uh, break room. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. I'd almost rather have a patio than a break room. Well, in the 60s, there were less breaks taken. And so uh, if you wanted to get away, you'd go outside and you'd probably smoke a cigarette. Yeah. But these days, everyone wants to just, you know, make popcorn. And microwave broccoli. Yeah, and read a calendar or a, a magazine. A paperback. Sure. I don't know if Dennis was just trying to give me a janitor's fright or a handyman's hello. But he was uh, telling me tales of uh, secret passageways and bomb shelters and a tunnel system. Really? This whole place is riddled with secret passages. Oh, that's so cool. And hidey holes, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Prohibition era speakeasy clubs. Oh, sounds so spooky. I'd love to go exploring someday. History exploring. Mm -hmm. I would love that. Flashlights. The Voice Actors Guild is a mysterious union of secretive folk. And weird robe guys. That's right, because they don't need to show their faces. You want to get warmed up here? Oh, for levels? Yeah, get some levels on you. Absolutely. Okay, anytime you're ready. <clears throat> Roy H. Pomeroy. Okay. And how was that? That was neato. Can I have another? Mm-hmm. Roy H. Pomeroy. Beautiful. That's like a 5-2. Oh, baby. That's a what I like to hear in my headphones. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the big baba speaking. Oh, <laughs> uh, do I uh, what? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, will I? What? All right. Clock is ticking. Oh, you sweet thing. All right. You ready to get real? I am just so glad that the medium-sized bopper is still with us on this earth. Yeah. Yeah, rock and roll didn't completely die. Do you have a message for the medium bopper? Medium bopper, if you're out there and can hear the sound of my voice, please, please drop into one of my recording sessions, and I would love to do my impression of the big bopper for you. I think he would enjoy that. Do you have any extra warm-up material or stuff? Oh, I could be coming at you with some Shakespeare if that would help you do your job and set those triple levels on your mixing board. Oh, yeah, very helpful. All right, do you have any reverb for me today? Yeah, I do. We have some digital reverb. It's not the lexicon or anything, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good, Roy. Ooh la la, Henry, digital. I feel I'm within a uh, enchanted cavern. Or a scary limestone cavity. Yeah, or a spooky cave. All right, Shakespeare, whenever you're ready. I am but mad, north, northwest. When the wind is southerly, I know a hawk from a handsaw. Is that it? Yeah, enter Polonius. Okay. All right. Are you, uh, you ready to get going here on this stuff? So what form of dagger do we see before us today, Henry? What do we got? A trailer for Disney. Oh, the Disney time trailers. Yeah. Disney. Yep. Is this an animated film? Um, I think. An animated children's film? Yeah. Is this a bunch of talking clowns and uh, animals and children and songs? No. No songs? No, it doesn't look like it. Very odd. Uh, live action? Yeah, live action. I'm reading the notes right now. Live action. Oh, check page two. That It says everything. It says it's like live action, kind of dark computer stuff. Is this some kind of jumped up escape from which mountain which doesn't know its place? Yeah, digital witch mountain. Oh, digital. A digital age tale. Robots. A computer tale. Yeah, lasers. Digital talk. Yeah, fog. Yes, robot stuff. This art is so cool. Robot business. Do you have some uh, some of this electronic wizard music? Yeah, they sent the soundtrack for playback. Can you hear this, Roy? Can you hear it? Yes, I hear it. Oh, good. I hear that. 
So this is the uh, voice of the digital age. The voice of the digital age. Do you have a digital sound effects uh, thing you can put on my voice? Does this grab your flab, Roy? Ooh, very digital. Digital, Roy. I am a digital Roy H. Pomeroy robot, and I'm here to say I like digital computers in every way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Rolling for Tron. The digital computer. An extension of the human intellect. A way to do your finances in a dimly lit den. Sure, everybody loves computer. Why, it's a friendly, whirring, clicking calculator supreme that makes the abacus look a fool. Say, but what if a computer started giving the users a few orders? Ah, I thought so. Not so friendly anymore. And that's where the Encom 511 comes in. Sleek, stylish, murderous. This summer, get sucked into a topsy-turvy computer world where your best friend is a floppy disk. And you have to do neon sport games in a mathematical pantheon of outrageousness and lies. Meet Kevin Flynn, the computer time genius played by Jeffrey Bridges. He's a man of the 80s. Looks, money, a glow-in-the-dark suit. Sure, but can he beat up 100 robots? Also starring David Warner. Good. Tag. Tron. Coming this summer. Tron is a Walter Disney production. And cut. How was that? I think Walt Disney is going to really like it. Oh, rapturous joy is upon us like a multicolored rainbow of digital stuff. Ah, these are the Atari days. Sure. Want some lunch? Digital lunch. Digital lunch. Digital lunch, Roy? How about this, Henry? Okay. We go downstairs, I build you a caramel apple of your dreams, right? Uh, skeptical. Then we stick it in the icebox and we wait half of the hour. Oh, actually, that would work. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could go exploring for hidden passageways. 